We are back with episode number five. It's like a anniversary of sorts. I'm the B-Man alongside Bombshell. Hi, B-Man. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? Good. How were your two weeks in between episode number four and episode number five? Long. They felt very long. I can I can agree with that. It was long. It might have been a weather change. It might have been, I don't know. It was, a, I'm not in it. Right. Okay. <laughs> I, I got Bombshell a brand new microphone. I just gave her an hour lesson on using it. And then within the first 30 seconds, she was again not talking into the microphone. And it looks like a nine-year-old Michael Jackson's head. <laughs> it's like you can't miss this thing. It's huge. I gave her a huge target right in front of her face. But when my lit, like my lips just touched it and I feel like a pervert. Because <laughs> <laughs> you touched the microphone cover? My lips. You know what I think? We need to get you a chair that doesn't move. That's part of your problem. It is part of my... I need to be strapped in. She's in like one of those office chairs and I mean, she has to keep... I'm like, just <laughs> fucking spinning around. Yeah. I need a straight jacket and I need to be put in one of those things like they put Hannibal Lecter in. Yep. So I can't move. So you were telling me some kind of story. Mm-hmm. What were you doing this week? What What are you talking about? Something about fleas? My dogs have... I can't get rid of my dog's fleas. That and spooks me out. I really hope you didn't bring any fleas here. I brought three of them. And I actually put them on your shoulder when I came in. I cannot have fleas in this wonderful head of hair. You can't... Fleas won't stay on you. Because okay. you are a human being. Is this in a contract or agreement somewhere? I know. I know this. I know this. <laughs> my hair is a little scared. <laughs> I, my I hair know. is not so sure they're not gonna stay on you and if they do i'll front line you the next time I okay. come i'll just wear a collar <laughs> wear a flea collar i uh i got rid of them like once i have a a shepherd and a a cattle dog which is like a border collie kind of mm-hmm. and they spend most of their time i have a fenced in yard they spend most of their time outside and i also have a black cat named vagira from the jungle vagina book. <laughs> Bagheera. <laughs> Bagheera? <laughs> you know what's funny? What do you name? Where do you come up with these names? Bagheera is the Black Panther from the Jungle Book. <laughs> <laughs> really? I swear to God. Is this true, Sammy? She's is, is my wife is the biggest Disney fan ever, so she said she doesn't know. She, She's she not knows. backing you on this. She knows. Google this shit right now. Was Gunga also in the Jungle Book? <laughs> Oh, it's Bagheera. You don't remember when Baloo, the big, you know, what is he, a bear? I, I may need to brush up on the Jungle Book. I think he's a bear. And he's like, Bagheera. You don't remember this part when the snake grabbed the little. Nope. Mo- What's his name? Mowgli? Grab Mo- yeah, listen, I'm dropping. How often do you watch I'm the Jungle Book? I'm dropping names like, like I'm related to these bitches. I know what I'm talking about. So I, I, I probably haven't watched the Jungle Book since I was twelve years old. It's my, it's like my favorite. That I love Aristocats. Aristocats. Yeah, that's hmm. a good one. All like the later. Um, we can still say retarded, right? Yeah. All absolutely. like the later retarded. I think it, actually this week I believe the Congress voted that that's now politically correct. <laughs> well, that's yeah. They don't they don't have anything else to do, so they're gonna vote on the retard. <laughs> they're voting on the retards. The later movies I'm not such a big fan of, but the the earlier ones, like The Jungle Book. So back to my fleas. I um, My dogs, I can't get rid of them. You can't get rid of the dogs or you can't get no, rid of the fleas? No, I can't fleas. get rid of the fleas. And I'll get rid of Just them. Just get rid of the dogs. What in the fuck is the matter with you? <laughs> you don't have pets? No. Or kids or anything? I've killed them all. Do you, Are you bad with them or do you just not like them? I like pets. Pets are cool. I don't want to be responsible for them. Yeah. Kids are not cool, and I don't not. like them. I agree <laughs> with you 110%, and I have two. Yeah. So I should know. I just don't see any upside. There's there's very little. I mean, to a pet, maybe there's an upside. Like, they can lick you or something. But... <laughs> A kid? If a kid licks you, it's weird. <laughs> like, I really just don't see the upside in these possessions. If a kid licks you, it's weird. And prosecutable, actually. <laughs> Probably. And I think every single state. Right. Except Tennessee. Yeah, I know. They, the rules are a little different in Tennessee. <laughs> They're a little more relaxed down there. So, yeah. 
They, who, who, who cares about the fleas anymore? I can't, I can't get rid of them. But I did find out that there's a, a the secret to them in it more. You're good. I'm in it now. She's in it. Um, Dawn dish soap. Yeah. That's what you get rid Kills of fleas Kills fleas? Yeah. Does it say it on the Dawn dish soap? No. Then it can't be true. But I even, it is true. I Googled that shit. I even went into, is it Petco or PetSmart that's down by us? I don't know. One of them. I don't have pets. Oh, that's true. You don't have any pets. I think it's PetSmart. I even went in there and was like, give me your most expensive flea-killing shampoo. And she was like, just use Dawn. You know, you should be able to lease kids like you lease vehicles. They're called slaves. And you can buy one in the Philippines. And no, but it'd let, be cool. And you can, let it lick you. If you could like lease a kid for maybe like the coolest years of its life, and then like when the mileage is up, you give it back. When when are those cool years? When do you think the cool years are for a kid? Because I'll tell you know. when they end. People seem to like babies, but I mean they scream a lot. They're a lot of work. Right. I mean, sometimes they're cute, but a lot of the times they're ugly as sin. It's true. They look like little Mr. Potato Head dolls. It's true. I mean, maybe they're cool when they turn like 17. What? That's the fucking worst time you could even be around a kid. But Much I could smoke pot with one... my 17-year-old son. No. You don't want to. No. No. I thought that that might be a cool thing to do, too. Yeah. Doesn't work. No. 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 They're dicks. This is all disappointment now. There's... Oh. I've gone from infancy to 17 years old, and there's not been one good the point good in between. The good years are, are uh, fleeting. Yeah. They go by really fast. Um, there's a reason why primitive civilizations send their teens away when they're like 12. Go live in the woods for a year, and if you come back, you're a man. Doesn't that have a name? Smarts. <laughs> Smarts? <laughs> the name of that is genius. They send them away. They just send them out, and then if they come back, then... You're a man. And they come back shell-shocked. Hmm. And they're like, fuck, I hated that. I never want that to happen again. That's kind of like the Amish. The Amish send them out to the uh, Rumspringer. What is it? The Rumspringer. What is that? They go out, they decide if they want to be Amish or not, and then they either come back or they don't. Are you serious? I watched that Breaking Amish show. I never did. I do. I watched about, uh, I watched like 30 seconds of the Amish Mafia. Yeah. I'm calling bullshit on that right now. Oh, I'm sure. It's absolute bullshit. The leader of that Amish mafia looks like a douche. <laughs> Everybody's like, you don't want to mess with Jebediah. <laughs> Jebediah, that's his name. <laughs> I'll mess with Jebediah. I would kick his ass in. Speaking of the Amish, mm. Amish are the religious folk. Typically, right. I can't really stand religious folk. But here's the thing. I really hate when people say, you're in my prayers. You ever see this around? Oh, you're in my prayers. Yeah, I got, I got, go ahead. Give me, I see I it on Facebook a lot. It's like, in your, does somebody, does somebody, do they write down the prayers and they're like, oh, I got to include Brandon in the prayers today. When, or are they just BSing me and being like, oh, you're in my prayers, but there's just no prayers. That's, that's probably more realistic in your case. <laughs> but like, even when, uh, when I first found out that my mom was sick, yeah. um, a gazillion people were like, oh, I'm praying for your mom. This your many people pray. <laughs> The fuck should I know? You'd think if this many people were praying, things would be in a better state of affairs. I have to guess that most of the people listening to this don't pray. Well, they might be praying for us. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually have a it story about this. It just reeks of phoniness to me. I have a friend of mine that uh, she, had, she had something wrong with her. She was going to the, to the doctor to be tested for it. They thought it might be something pretty serious. And she posted it on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I got to go to the doctor and please pray for me. So obviously I don't pray. And uh, I sent her a private message that said, and there was a million things. I almost just said her name. That would have been fucked up. I guess it would be. <laughs> there are a million things that said, uh, blah, blah, blah. I'm, you're in my prayers. I'm praying for you and you know, all this other stuff. And she's very religious. So I sent her a private message and I said, I'm sending good thoughts your way. I love you. If you need anything, let me know. She responded to this and said, 
I hope by good thoughts you actually mean prayers. No, I do not. No, now <laughs> Did I you don't. say that or no? no I, I didn't even know how to respond to it. I would have just been honest. Well, how? <laughs> what would you have said? No, I didn't mean prayers. If I meant prayers, I would have said prayers. I said thoughts, and yeah. I meant thoughts. Yeah. Sending good thoughts your way, but not as good as I did. Not, <laughs> not as good of thoughts as I had before you just sent me this stupid message. Not as good as the initial good thoughts. <laughs> now they're just kind of meh, like mediocre. Now Don't I'm giving you die. average thoughts. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. I keep seeing that. Like, you know, you're in my prayers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I always wonder, uh, I always say things like sweet Odin or praise Allah or whatever comes to my mind because I don't really, you know, practice any of it. And I've, uh, I've insulted people by saying, thank Allah. I had a woman at my job, like, you shouldn't say that. I don't think they say thank Allah. I don't think they do either. I think that's kind of saying like, happy Christmas. (laughs) Why? Where are you fuck are you going with that one? Well, people say Merry Christmas, not Happy Christmas. It's Happy Hanukkah, not Merry Hanukkah. And thank Allah, Allah, not Allah. Thank Allah. Although I love that bread. <laughs> thank Allah seems like the thank doesn't go with the Allah. I, don't I think care. they have some other word for it. Praise Allah? Praise Allah. I'll praise Allah too. L'chaim. <laughs> thank Allah, bread. I love it. I don't know. It just seems crazy. Do you think that the people that pretend to be religious, mm-hmm. do you think they actually are religious and they actually believe this, these stories? Or do you think that they just were born a certain way and they're just sticking with it? Um, like, do you think they believe all this? I think a, I think a lot of it is the way that, that people are raised. I think a lot of it, too, is... Uh, it's nice to have something to fall back on and to believe in. So I don't really like I don't I don't buy any of this bullshit, but I don't fault anybody else for for believing in it cuz what the fuck do I know? For all I know, at at some point somebody some guy with a swimmer's build could come down with a fucking hot I don't ass fault beard anybody for believing and be it. like, you know, I'm taking you you and you and bombshell, you're going to stay here with B man. <laughs> Pretty much everybody else you know. <laughs> and break rocks in the flames of hell for eternity. That could happen. I feel I, like the only person you can really believe in is yourself. I agree with that. I agree with it. Now, do you think... So I believe that I'll be starting my own cult. <laughs> that would be so awesome. <laughs> the cult of B-Man. Do you believe that... Uh, when people go to prison or rehab or have some sort of... a uh, what do you think causes those people to become the born agains? That's what it is. People that become born again. They don't want to believe in themselves, so they want to believe in something else. You don't think it like I always thought that it was just trading uh one addiction for another addiction. I think they just don't want to have personal responsibility over life. Right. So Right. If they believe in XYZ. Yeah, I get that, yeah. Then they're not responsible. They're just Believing in what everybody else believes yeah. in. It's personal I had, responsibility. I had somebody once tell me that it made him sad that I was not going to be saved. And he was totally serious. Young a young kid that I, you know, I'm friendly with. He Seems actually very said, confident. He said, Michelle, I'm sad that I like you so much and you're not gonna be saved with me. And I laughed. I burst into laughter in his face. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even crack a smile. No. <laughs> no. He we've didn't never appreciate been the same. That? No, we've never been the same. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just see it a lot and I feel it's a weird comment. You're in my prayers. That's where this went. I didn't I couldn't remember how this how this started. You're in my prayers. Oh, you're in my prayers. Why is it so damn hot this fall? Huh. Global warming. You think? No. In the fall. I shouldn't be getting a sunburn. Did you? I got a sunburn over the weekend. My face was boiling. (laughs) I felt like I was dehydrating and it's October. I wasn't prepared. No. No. And remember when we were kids? You're younger than me, right? Uh, Yeah. Considerably. Considerably younger than me. Uh, When I was a kid and we walked to school in the snow uphill both ways. 
no shoes on, we would get like four feet of snow in a storm. Right. Now they don't get that. No. But why is it so damn hot in October? I don't know. I'm I'm gonna I I'm, had my air conditioner on the other day. Get out of here. I did. You're pampered. Probably. I don't even have an air conditioner. What? No, I won't. When I moved into my house, that's the first thing I did. I put an air conditioner in. Really? Central an, air. Central air. That's yep. not the same as an air conditioner. An air conditioner is like section eight, like the projects. Oh no, no, no. I don't live in the projects. <laughs> With those people, with, those religious with them, people, with those people that are praying for central air, but they just have an air conditioner. <laughs> I, like I couldn't people, live without an air conditioner. Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna touch back on this for a second. I like when people pray for something, and then when it doesn't happen, oh, it's God's will. Like there are people praying for a member of my family to live. I hope he gets better. We're praying for him. We're all pr- like sitting around him, holding hands, praying. He fucking bit it anyway. And then everybody was like, oh, God must have wanted him. Didn't God listen to any of you? So like the nine of you are sitting around begging this dude to not take this man. He took him anyway. And you're like, oh, guess he wanted him. Is God a personal God? Or is God serves everybody like the president of the United States? Because the, the president of the United does he actually serve everyone? No, he serves nobody. But <laughs> the president of the United States does not listen to your prayers. No. But God supposedly listens to your prayers. Oh, he doesn't listen to mine. So does he really have, or she have, the time to listen to every single person's prayers? I don't know. I don't or know how it works. Or does he just serve everybody like the president? You know what? I would like to have like an informative conversation with somebody who's not batshit crazy or is going to try to proselytize yep. and, and convert me to their religious beliefs. But I would like to have a conversation with someone that actually knows what they're talking about because I have, I have questions like that. But I think I'm going to run into a lot of roadblocks. I would just think that it's a busy being. They can't listen to each person's prayers. I mean, look what Santa Claus does. He delivers packages to each person. Yeah. And he goes through how many lists? One. No. He's he's writing his list and checking it twice. But doesn't he go through every kid's wish list? But they all end up on his list. That's a lot of lists. I wonder where he keeps the Santa has three times the amount of stuff to do than Jesus Christ. He's a busy guy. I know. He's probably underestimated the amount of work he has to do. (laughs) He absolutely is. Like, what does Jesus do? And why doesn't Jesus have elves? I mean, Jesus was resurrected, and then he does nothing. Santa has to go out every Christmas and deliver packages to every kid. It's quite the job. I hope they're paying him right. Every kid. Every kid. And please that wife. Who is not a Jew. Right. (laughs) 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 <laughs> he's probably praying for more jews <laughs> probably. less work for him he is and if he takes a look at kairos joel his prayers are coming true wait 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 kairos joel yeah say it again harris joel who it's <laughs> what what do you say it's curious joel i've also no yeah there's a town near us you know, because not what everybody's did, what near us. What did I just us. call it? Kairos Joel? Yeah, what is that? Like Billy Joel's brother? Maybe that's why I say it. Kairos, what? I've also heard it pronounced Kairos Joel, which I reject. <laughs> I reject <laughs> everything you've said. It's Curious Joel. Curious, like Curious George? <laughs> <laughs> kind of, but it's Curious Joel. Curious Joel. That brings up the... the uh, Topic of Hasidic Jews. <laughs> Everybody's laughing. What is with them? I don't know. It's like they're not even humans. <laughs> like, wh- why are they the way they are? Is it written in the book somewhere that you need to be a scumbag, number one? (laughs) Wear a fur hat, number two? And stockings? As a man? You know what? Somebody 
Someone actually, uh, a friend of mine, Valerie, told me about a, a book that she read that kind of explains a lot of Hasidim. Is it Hasidim? Hasidim. It, <laughs> I might have made that fucking word up too, for all I know. <laughs> that explains that religion, which is a very uh, a small sect of people. I mean, it seems like there's a shitload of them to us because we live, We seem to live in the Mecca. Live right on top of us. I, I believe... I think we live in Israel. <laughs> they think we live in Israel. <laughs> I believe that, uh, how do you pronounce it? Curious Cur- Joel. Curious Joel. I believe that. that Joel is- sounds a little too much like Noel. No. <laughs> I don't think it's Joel. But they are the, I believe they're the, the largest conglomeration of Hasidic Jews in the world is right, right here where we live. Hmm. Um, and it, my my girlfriend Valerie told me that she had read a book about them that that was written by a woman who I believe was did it have scratch and sniff? What? <laughs> what? The book. There are so many reasons that that makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> they have a lot of cuckoo, cuckoo religious rules and stuff like that, right? Yeah. I'm gonna read that book. Valerie, when you listen to this, you need to uh, go on the uh, Things We Dread Facebook page and post the name of this book so everyone can race me to the library and try to take it out. If you don't live in a place like us where there's so many of them around, you just wouldn't even understand what, what it's like. No. I went into a store and first of all, again, they're not like human beings. They're like animals. They were, there was like, oh, <laughs> there was a Hasidic mother changing some Hasidic kid in the middle of the store oh, on yeah. the floor. Yeah, they don't. With crappy diapers. And then she's just like leaving the diapers there. Yeah. Are these not evolved human beings? Like, what is this? I don't know. They have their own, their whole. Their whole little uh, city that they have. I almost got killed by a Hasidic Jew who ran me over in Costco with their shopping cart. Really? And then when when they were just about to hit me, I gave her a dirty look and she said something nasty to me. In English? In English. I don't remember what she said. She said something like, excuse you or something like that. And I told her, I, I turned around to her and I said, I guess you guys drive shopping carts as well as you drive cars. You anti-Semite. Listen, I'm a Jew. I can make fun of the Jews. You're a Jew? I'm a Jew. You don't look like a Jew. I'm wearing the stockings right under my pants right now. <laughs> and check out my payas. <laughs> I got to remember the name of that book. Oh, fuck. I don't know. So, yeah. Heat in the fall. It's a hot <laughs> October. <laughs> That's... It's probably because we're burning in hell right now. <laughs> we definitely, definitely are. All right. So since I already picked on a religion tonight, okay, I'm going to pick on charities. Awesome. I can't stand those people that stand in intersections trying to shake people down for money. Where the hell do you see these people? All over the place. For charities? For schools, football teams, fire stations. Really? Now, every time I go to to New Paltz, do you go up there often? No. Too many hippies there. (laughs) Hate hippies. You get off the... uh, They're not hippies. They're artists. Same crap. Every time you get off the... uh, You go through the toll there to get to New Paltz, and you're at that light where you're either going to Gardner or you're going into New Paltz. New Paltz is a a college town near where we live. Lots of hikers and hippies, mountain climbers and hippies and musicians and stuff hang out there. Um, every time you're at that light, there's a kid sitting on the corner. And you know how people that hike, like in the woods, sometimes you'll see those rocks stacked up on top of each other. Yeah, like the trail markers. No, this is like people on the on reefer do this. They do. They, I thought they, they were trail markers. They, no, they just stack rocks up. Like, well, you've never seen this. Jeez Louise, do you go in the woods? I avoid it. All right, well, this kid sits on the freaking, at the red light, 
and says and has a sign that says something like uh feel bad for me i'm too fucking lazy to work help me out that's basically what the sign says i don't know what you it should is. be able to take your whole handful of quarters and throw it at him <laughs> ten dollars in rolled quarters to <laughs> knock his fucking teeth out i mean i'll donate in that situation <laughs> He uh he's there almost every single time. Every nice day, he's not going to sit in the rain. He's not crazy. Right. He doesn't want to work too hard. Right. And he stacks rocks up with the rocks on the side of the road. Why? I don't know. He looks like a perfectly healthy uh good-looking young buck who's apparently lazy as shit. Have you ever given him money? Fuck no. No. No, but I did think about giving him a job application. To where? Anywhere. He's not getting paid sitting on the side of the road stacking rocks. Maybe he is. It's not happening. There's some bums that make more money than working people. I believe it. They have no bills. There's no expenses. But they collect a lot of money. I would be an excellent bum. You would be. You wouldn't really even have to do much. (laughs) I'm already dressed for the occasion. (laughs) You are. I dress to impress. I'm I'm getting the, the name of the Hasidic book right now. So, again, people begging... For Mm -hmm. money on the road. But it's like charities. Like this is endorsed by the town. You've never seen it like. It's like the football team is standing out there with their helmets collecting money. Staring you in the face being like give us money. But don't they usually do like car washes or something like that? No they just stand in the middle of the road collect money. No. You've never seen it. No. I have. That's insane. And then they look at you and they're like want to donate? No. And you're like no I'm not going to. I'm driving. Yeah. Those people you should be able to hit. <laughs> Football team, I don't care. I don't know how much money they're making because who the hell carries cash? People donate like crazy. Really? They roll down their windows and donate. No, I would never do that. Me neither. I wouldn't do that. The thing I hate even more than that, though, is when you go to like ShopRite or supermarket. And they're right there when you come out. Yeah. If they're selling cookies, I'm buying them. I'm but not. if they're just sitting there saying, hey, will you help? You know what ones I hate? Who are the people that give out those stupid paper flowers? The poppies? Yeah. Aren't those the veterans of foreign wars? Mm, those fucks. <laughs> <laughs> but it's every time you go in now, they're all begging for something. <laughs> I'm name, not donating. The name of the Hasidic book is Unorthodox, in case anybody gives a shit. But they're orthodox. It's, it's unorthodox is the name of the uh, the book. So catch me if you can. I'm going to race to the library to get that shit. Hmm. They don't, so you'll buy stuff from these people or donate to them if they're standing in the supermarket or wherever it is you're trying to go? Girl Scout cookies. That's Because it. you want the cookies. Yeah. Not because you want to donate. <laughs> you know what? Here's something that fucking pisses me off. Why doesn't ShopRite donate? I don't know. Can they? Yeah. Every time you go to ShopRite, there's somebody sitting there looking for money. I don't know. I always wonder, like, when we have all this stuff, like when they were raising money for Farm Aid. Right. In 1982 or whenever. And whenever they're, you know, as a nation, we're trying to donate billions of dollars to a cause in another country instead of taking care of our own fucking country. Right. Why don't all these musicians, Bruce Springsteen, who were some of the other dicks that were in that those concerts? Seems like comments? a U2 type of thing. Pro- definitely. Definitely Bono had his little... Maybe Jay-Z? Yeah. Why don't these people, like, I have uh, 487 kabillion zillion dollars. Could you guys donate money if I put a concert on? Why wouldn't they just donate fucking money? Because they don't want to donate the money. They want to donate their time and then take all the credit for the money. Dicks. Listen, when we're wealthy, we're not donating our fucking money either. Agreed. On principle. It's not because we're selfish. On principle. Right, right, right. You ever have a... uh... Any job stories about interviews? Any I, crazy interviews you've gone on or interviews you've conducted? I, I had an, an interview um, with a, a young, strong black woman. And uh, the two of us 
Precious? <laughs> <laughs> no. The two of us got along, I thought, famously. Shared a couple laughs. Right. Walked around the, the building. Chit-chatted with some people. I'm like, I nailed this. Mm-hmm. We come back into the office. We sit down. The woman says to me, all right, I'm going to tell you the, the positives of this interview first. People do this? And I'm like, there's negatives to, enter this, to this interview? I thought this was fucking awesome. You can give positives and negatives in an interview? She did. And she says to me, um, you're very well-spoken. You have a lot of experience in this, you know, the, what I was going for. The but you're not for. soulful enough. Mm-mm, no. She says, you're, uh, you're articulate. You're straight to the point. You seem like a, a no-bullshit kind of, of woman. And that's the kind of management team I, I want to put together here. The negatives to this interview is... Unfortunately, at McDonald's, we don't like... <laughs> <laughs> and she says to me, um, I'm the only bitch in this building. So it's just not going to work. That's what she said to me. Really? Yeah. Did I tell you this story? No. I was flabbergasted. It seems like there's a way in to this one. To this job? Yeah. By saying that this black woman called me a bitch on my interview? (laughs) Yeah, there's got to be a way. If she could acknowledge that, she likes you. Oh, yeah. She definitely liked me. And then she was like, there's only room for one bitch in this building, and it's me. I'll let you be the queen bitch and I'll just be the side bitch. I could never be. No. No. I think my bitchness would bleed would bleed all over everyone. Maybe. I went for an interview once for like a company that did some kind of like internet marketing eBay type thing. Mm-hmm. And I remember they were like trying to uh, throw me through a loop. Like mm-hmm. they, it was one of these like, hey, we're going to get you. It was Hasidics, by the way. <laughs> P.S. P.S. <laughs> And I remember that they asked me some question and they were like, you know, is it possible to do this? I'm like, absolutely. And they're like, ah, we got you. You can't do that. That was like that kind of response. And I'm like, no, you could definitely do it. And they're like, no, you can't do it. So get a computer. (laughs) I'll show you how to do it. Nope. Not possible. Really? I said, I don't think you guys know what you're doing. In the interview, I said, I think you really need to hire me. (laughs) Did they? No. Of course not. No, they didn't at all. But I I said, you really need to hire me because you really have no idea what you're doing. (laughs) At Moisha's (laughs) stationery store. Yep. (laughs) I didn't get the job, but it was fun. It's okay. You don't got to get every job. No. I don't want to work for retards anyway. I've actually... (laughs) I don't want to work for retards or Hasidics, I've actually been in the middle of an interview and said, this isn't going so well, is it? Really? Yeah. And left. Well, I had a situation today where I interviewed somebody and the reason I brought them in was, and this kind of gets to another topic about lying on resumes and cover letters. Right. So their cover letter said something along the lines of that they're unstoppably creative and think quick on their feet. I'm like, that's interesting. Yeah. I like creative people. Yeah. And if you're quick on your feet and unstoppable, then you can run away from me quickly Right. when I get mad. So we're interviewing them. I'd say we're three minutes into the interview. Guy's terrible. Totally terrible. No personality. It's a job that requires a personality. Right. And, you know, we're basically at at an awkward point where nobody's saying anything. There's three. There's me and somebody else interviewing this one person. We're all just kind of looking at each other. So I say to the guy, I'm like, give me an example of, you know, how you're unstoppably creative and think quick on your feet at a past job. Give me an example of how you use that. Right. So he starts shuffling papers. Looking at the back. I don't know why he's looking at papers because I don't know where, where on the paper this answer would be. And he does this about 30 seconds and I turn over to him and I go, I guess you are not unstoppably creative <laughs> and you don't think very quick on your feet, do you? And the other person I was interviewing with burst out laughing. And I said, I don't think you're right for this position. (laughs) That was the end of the interview. How could he have actually won that job? He wasn't going to win the job. No. You can tell in like the first five seconds. Really? Yeah. You can tell in the first five seconds when you don't like somebody. Oh, yeah. But you could tell quickly. 
Sometimes I can tell just by looking at somebody. I can just not even bring it. I can just have them fill out the application and be like, have a nice day because I know I'm not going to like them. Right. Yeah. And then there's certain things you should lie about on your resume and certain things you shouldn't. Like what? Like, I think you should lie about your GPA. If you have a bad GPA, I think you should lie about it. All right. I mean, I happen to have an excellent GPA. I had a a really good one, too. Because I'm pretty damn smart. Right. But... If you have like if you if you have like a three point or a two point five GPA, just lie. Nobody's it's checking. It's basically like a B, right? Yeah. Or a C. But why would you it's even put it on there C. then? Like know. I've seen resumes where people actually put that on. I had a two point five. Oh, I had a one point eight GPA. Yeah, in Binghamton. <laughs> I wasn't gonna check. You could have just said you had a three point eight, and it would have been fine. Right. But like, like that you can lie about, and you can get away with it. But like, it's hard to lie when you like say you have a certain skill. Right. And then, like, they'll lie and they'll say, like, that they were, like, running the company at some other place. And they walk in and, like, they can't tie their shoes. <laughs> it's their Velcro. Their Velcro <laughs> shoes and wearing a helmet. <laughs> I I interviewed somebody else. <laughs> Maybe a year or two ago. They wrote They wrote a cover letter that was, like, I wish I had. I went looking for it before tonight, but I couldn't find it. But it was real creative, like a very creative cover letter. And it was out there, like really weird. So I'm like, I'm bringing this guy in because yeah. it, it, it's worth a try. So he comes in. He's wearing snakeskin shoes. I would have hired him on the spot. He kind of smells a little bit. Has kind of a sketchy look to him. So I start looking at the application. Because I always have them fill out an application before uh, I interview them. Right. So I take a look at the application. And on the application, there's a question. What would you like to be doing in the next five years? Now, a little background about the job was an internet marketing job. Right. So, I don't know. Somebody should maybe write something like I'd like to be doing internet marketing. Right, or right, right. Something that would pertain. So, on his res- on his application, it says what would you like to be doing in the next five years? It says full-time magician. And I swear I'm not making this up. I have people that can back this. I could probably even find the application. (laughs) Can you find it? Find it. You have to. That's what for the rest of the week, you're not even going to work your real job. You just need your job is to find Find the magician application. Find it. And let's, um, let's call this guy up and find out what he's doing. Let's find him. So I say to him, I'm like, so in the next five years, you want to be a magician? He says, yeah. So why are you here? So he goes, I need something in between me becoming a magician. And the nothingness that I am right now. So I say to him, can you make yourself disappear? Oh my God. And he goes... What do you mean? I'm like, seriously, can you make yourself disappear? He's like, I don't know. I'm like, make yourself disappear. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was the end of the interview. That's terrible. <laughs> the interview was two minutes long? Pretty much. I am the master of two-minute interviewing. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk to this guy. Because yeah. I think that's very brave. What to say? Want to be a magician? That and wearing snakeskin boots to an interview? It's not brave. It's stupid. I think it's brave. All you have to do in an interview is lie. But you just said there's things you shouldn't lie about. But make them happy. Give them what they want. I. You know what? That's where I. That's how you. That's how people know you're smart enough to get the job. That's where I screw up. Yeah. Because I. I. I don't know if I don't know what people want or if I don't care. I think it's a little of both. And I just go in there kind of like, here I am. And some people are like, fuck you, lady. <laughs> Most people are like, oh, hell no. 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 Even if on paper I'm completely and utterly qualified to do something, there have been people that, like that girl, that was like, I'm the queen bitch. Right. Like, you might be a little bit too much of a bitch to work here with me. I'm a very cocky interviewer. Yeah. Ask me an interview question. 
Like like what? What is an interview question? <laughs> I don't know. Ask me something. I can answer it. Where would you see yourself in five years? I see myself in a leadership role. Oh, you're good. You're good. I really think that I can take this company to new heights and, you know, lead some of these employees into actually performing better for themselves and better for the company. Oh, you are good. I don't even know what the job is. <laughs> I don't even know what the job is. I'm telling you, there's you can't interview better than me. <laughs> I should take you with me on my next interview and you could be my translator. Yeah, we could just be an interpreter. Yeah. You know, like if you're special needs, you may be able to go with some kind of a guidance counselor. I could be your guidance counselor. Oh my guidance counselor. <laughs> you click at me <laughs> and I'll say what has to be said. I'll get you leading, you know, wherever you want to be in no time. <laughs> I have special needs and I'm going to run your company. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it'd be better than most leaders. My special need is that I need to have Brandon come with me everywhere I go. <laughs> yep. That's my special need. I'm telling you, I can interview for any position, any job. Doesn't matter what it is. Is it Bring because me you've interviewed so many people no. that you know what you want to hear from them? Nope. What is this? Why would you leave this near me? I don't know. That's for the microphone cable. But I'm telling you, I could talk a good game. And I don't even need to know what anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what the <laughs> fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> Crazy. I, I would like to go on a series of interviews just to see if I can get the jobs. You should. Because I've actually said before in the past that it would be really fun to just go. I, like, I almost thought about starting a blog doing this. Getting jobs, maybe menial ones, like working at McDonald's or whatever, and actually seeing how long it would take for me to get fired. Yeah, but would you go in there like a full-blown douche trying to get fired? Yes. Paul, it wouldn't take long at all. I bet you it would take longer than you think. Yeah? Yeah. Do it. That would be fun, and then just trying to get jobs of stuff that you know nothing about and just bullshitting your way can you imagine that you like electrical engineering (laughs) or something like that i know nothing about and you get hired for it just because you talk a good talk i think that it would be a fun thing to just go on interviews and see if you can make it out without them realizing that you have no idea what you're talking about you should do that and i think that people might be doing that to me You should do it and make like a reality show about it. It sounds fun. It does sound fun. If somebody knows anybody looking for an employee, let me get the job. <laughs> just to say I got it. I, I got collect it. them. Yeah. I could work here. <laughs> I could work there. And then just what? Not show up for your first day? Yeah. I don't need you. <laughs> I need you in your stupid <laughs> job. Or show up for the first day to quit. Yeah. This isn't working out this for me. This isn't going to work out for me. But this isn't working out. I don't know. I don't know. Here's another question. Why do people in other parts of the country speak strangely? <laughs> what? You mean their dialects? Like they're, uh, they have accents, right? Yeah, why? I don't really know. It doesn't make sense to me. People from different places in New York speak differently. Right. It just doesn't make sense. But here's the thing. I speak normally. They speak abnormally. Let that sink in. I speak normally. They speak abnormally. You know that when you uh, when you go to like a speech class or something, like, you know, like to, to talk on the radio, to be on television or right. whatever... They do. This is a highly trained profession. They they do teach you to speak mostly like we're speaking. Right. Do they teach you to speak into the microphone as well? Like this. <laughs> no, you're doing pretty good. I'm doing all right? Yep. I do feel like I'm talking right into the back of no, a young good. Michael Jackson's head. Well, you have this like nice you little buffer. Fucking, you better sing. Sing, bitch. Sing. sing. <laughs> you better sing. So how do they teach you to speak? Like me. Yeah, they do. Now you're not talking into the microphone. Yes, I am. Now like you this. are. There you go. This is going to be an ongoing thing. I just 
Can I'm we... gonna. We're gonna put her in a brace. <laughs> <laughs> like the Hannibal, you can't move. Like the Hannibal Lecter thing. I'm gonna see what the reason is. But it, this is the thing. If you say that to them, they'll be like, "No, you speak abnormally." And then you can tell them that they're they should wear a helmet. No, but and then here's the question: If I'm if they think I speak abnormally, and they speak normally, why does everybody on TV speak normally? Right. Right. Good question, right? It is a pretty good question. Because nobody on TV speaks abnormally with a weird accent. Everybody on TV speaks normally like me. Yeah, you're right. So they're actually speaking abnormally. True or okay, false? Okay, what I, what I got was, why do Americans speak in different dialects? They speak abnormally. I speak normally. I'm not a dialect. I'm normal. It doesn't actually give me, I mean, I'm not, my, my attention span is about uh, three, three words in the beginning of a sentence. And none of this is really giving me the answer that I want. It doesn't matter. I just want to make a point. They speak abnormally. I speak normally. Right. But they would disagree. I'm sure. I don't think so. But you don't don't see any like redneck newswoman doing the news. No, because they teach them. To speak like a human being. Right. Because who the hell is going to listen to anything a redneck says? No one. The but, second you go, but if you said if you said you speak abnormally, they'd say, no, you speak abnormally. I don't know. People seem to like Paula Dean. Yeah. And those Duck Dynasty guys. Yeah, I don't get it. I tried watching that show. It makes no sense to me. Duck Dynasty? Yeah. It's not amusing. It's a reality show. Doesn't amuse me. No, I I like them. I like a. I'm partial to a beard, though. Let's be honest. Yeah. Hmm. And I love Paula Dean. Why you just like butter? I love butter, y'all. You love butter and racism. I <laughs> love them both. I love butter covered racism. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. Why? Is the whole pick your own thing so popular? I don't know. I mean, right now, everybody's picking their own apples. Yeah, $25 for a fucking bag to go pick your own apples. Shouldn't you pay more money for apples that someone else has picked for you? Yeah. Yeah. But is it actually a ripoff to go pick your own apples? I think so. I'm not sure. I think you're paying for the experience. I don't think you're paying for the actual apples. I'm not sure. I've done an equation on this. Okay. Okay. So here's the deal. Here's the equation. If you go to ShopRite Mm -hmm. and you were to buy, let's say, a pound of apples. Okay. It'd be $1.99 a pound. Okay. If you want those like poverty apples, like (laughs) Mac and like, you know, the the Granny Smiths and... You know, the New York apples, whatever you the red Poverty ones. Poverty apples. So, <laughs> so if you want like, you know, middle class apples like galas or some kind of more interesting apple, it's two ninety nine a pound. Right? Right. So I went apple picking uh-huh. and I got a peck of apples. Which is what? That's what I was trying to figure out. So my peck of apples was $13. I looked it up online and a peck can be up to 10 pounds of apples. Okay. I only paid $1.30 for higher than poverty apples and I got the experience. So I got classy apples <laughs> and an experience to go with it high for class. $13 a peck. Yeah, high class apples. What kind of apples do you like? Jazz apples. Jazz? I love jazz apples. Where are these sold? ShopRite. What do they charge a pound? I I don't care. But what do they charge? It's it probably $2 a pound. I don't think so. Why? I don't think those are poverty apples. Jazz apples? Never heard of them. They exist. They have to be rare. And rare apples are not poverty apples. They might be more than $2 a pound. But I See? I love them. They're it's it's a good apple. Are those the ones that taste like grapes? No. That's witchcraft. No, there's some kind of apple that tastes like a grape. I don't think it does. It's a grapple. No. There's another 
there's something else too. Maybe it's what you're talking about right now. A grapple? That's an is that a wrestling move? I think it is, yeah. I think it's something that it's happened. either a wrestling move or a grape flavored apple. I think it's something that happened to me on prom night as well. <laughs> Grappling? <laughs> yeah. I like a jazz apple. I so like what's all, special about that? It I plays like music apples. when you cut it open? <laughs> it tastes like Miles Davis. <laughs> <laughs> it uh it's a snappier apple. Okay. It's it's crispier. So apple picking is not such a bad deal. No, and I do think it's more of like I paid a dollar thirty a pound if I got ten pounds if the ten pounds are in a pack. Right. I'm not a hundred percent sure the ten pounds are in a pack. But if there are, I paid a dollar thirty a pound. To pick a peck. A peck of apples. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but when I was there, I saw a sign and I put this on the things we dread Facebook. Mm-hmm. Pick your own firewood. Now, this makes no sense no, to me. No, it doesn't. Pick your own apples. I mean, yeah, we can go and... <laughs> that actually reminds me of a funny story. When I was apple picking, uh-huh. I'm standing there, and all of a sudden I hear, kabunk! <laughs> and I look over, and a kid fell out of the tree. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was like it was raining men. I don't know. Like, <laughs> so this kid falls out of the tree, and everybody's like, oh, my God. It's and I stand... Men. I like... It takes me about one second before I start hysterical laughing and like laughing to where the family of the kid is staring at me and I just continue laughing. It was quite the thud. I wish I was there for that. I had no concern over the kid. No, I like to see people fall. I, do. I just laughed. It was so awkward. All of a sudden you're enjoying a nice hot day in October getting a sunburn. <laughs> <laughs> the next second, plunk, a kid falls from the sky, is crying. <laughs> You're enjoying a nice hot day. <laughs> there were signs saying don't climb the trees. Well, then fuck him. He deserved it. <laughs> Back to the firewood. Okay. Why would you want to pick... A cord of firewood. I wouldn't. I don't even like carrying my firewood from outside inside my house. And that's only like four logs. Right. But there's like so many logistical problems with pick your own firewood that I was trying to figure (laughs) out. Like, number one. Where are you picking it from? Exactly. Is there like a firewood tree we get it from or what? Is it you have to cut it down? Firewood is not fresh. Firewood is seasoned. So it has to sit around for a while. Yeah. So, okay. So where is this pick your own firewood? Is there like a shed of firewood and I pick the ones I want? Is it like a ridiculously reduced price? I don't know. It better be. It doesn't seem convenient. It's not convenient at all. It doesn't seem like it would have the same uh, sexiness as picking apples. (laughs) Sexiness. (laughs) Right? I mean... What are we looking for? <laughs> and then there's like logistical problems. Like a cord of firewood is like six feet long. It's a six lot. Six feet tall and four feet deep. It's a lot of firewood. So do you so have do they to... Give you, do you have to buy a bag or like a <laughs> truck with you for the pick your own firewood? Yeah. And how do you... How do they know how much firewood it actually is? I don't know. We should call the number and ask about it. Yeah, it's it on, just the, didn't it's make on the Facebook any sense. page. Like, there's certain things that just does not seem like you want to pick. No, it just seems unreasonable. It seems like somebody was fucking lazy one day, and they were like, yo, if they want this firewood, they got to pick it themselves. And somebody was like, make a sign. Because it's like a Sharpie sign. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't want to pick my own eggs. <laughs> I don't want to pick my own eggs. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you do like the pick your own berries and stuff like that? No. No. Do you? No. If I pay money for something, I don't want to do any of it. You don't want to do Jack? No. I don't want to do any of it. At all. You know what else fucking pisses me off? When I pay like, when I go to the doctor and I build whether this doctor knows what's wrong with me or not. Right. And I leave there still not knowing what's wrong with me. And I still get a bill for like four hundred and eighty one dollars. 
That's what health insurance is for. I have health insurance, but you know, you get like the breakdown or oh, whatever. Yeah. They still build my health insurance company. Yeah, it's crazy. You they don't even see you. You didn't figure out what was wrong with me. They I'm come in for sick. two seconds. Yeah. They come I'm in for sick. two seconds and they have some kind of attitude. Yep. And then they leave and they bill you $500. Yeah. They should at least give me like a prescription for Percocet or something and then bill me for 500 bucks. Then I won't give a shit. You know what I really hate? When they call you back in and require you to come back in to get your results so they can bill you another $400 for another office. They rebill you for real? Oh, yeah. They love playing that game. They got to consult you about your results. So they try to pull you back in. I say, give me my results now. Yeah. Just tell me over the phone. I don't give a shit. Who knows? Yeah. Prescribe me some penicillin. Let's get rid of this rash. <laughs> I don't like doctors in general. I've, I've never met very many that have a good bedside manner. You know what I saw not that long ago? I was in one of those, uh, like an urgent care that you go into. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're taking the place of emergency rooms. They don't want emergency rooms anymore. Right. So you go to these urgent cares. And you can see like the the front, they're all private rooms instead of, you know, in emergency rooms, you go into like a bed and it's like a curtain there or whatever. Yeah. So now in these urgent cares, they're private rooms, but the door to the room is entirely glass. So you can see across the hall, you can see who's walking up and down the hall, the whole nine. I saw a doctor with, you know, these uh, electric cigarettes. Yeah, the e-cigs. Yeah, but still like a vapor or smoke or something comes out of it. Yeah. He was talking to the patient across the hall from me, smoking one of these. Well, he like was talking him. to the patient. I, I mean, like him. This guy's, this guy's got brass balls. He sounds cool. He does. He was uh, Arab. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually heard him say, your husband has a shitload of things wrong with him. He said woman. that? Yeah, to the woman. While this he sounds was, borderline unbelievable. While he was, I, I promise you, my daughter was like, that's unprofessional. That's she's, bad when the kid's saying it. She's nine. Right. That's unprofessional. Sounds unprofessional. But you could see that he was like trying to relate to these people who were, uh, who would relate to that kind of behavior. Yeah. Right. It's always awkward when somebody's trying to relate to you and they are nothing like you. Yeah, like when you're an Arab and you're trying to relate to like Dog the Bounty Hunter and his wife, which was essentially what these people reminded me of. Hmm. Dog the Bounty I met Hunter them. and Beth. Dog Did the you really? Yeah. I like them. I have the signed book right over there somewhere. Where'd you meet him? I went to a book signing. You do that? Yeah, well, on that one I did. I like them. I like them too. They were pretty interesting back in the day. Yeah, they seem like... Uh, do they still people. have their show? I don't know. He had some kind They're of... They're weird. Uh, they always pray beforehand. They prayed like crazy. Yeah. The whole family prayed like maniacs. The thing you didn't know is they were praying to me. <laughs> <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> Thank he you. got in trouble for something that happened racist. years ago. He's a racist. Is he a racist? I think that's what they were accusing him of. Uh, but everybody thinks everybody's a racist. I, everybody is a racist. No. I'm not a racist. I hate everyone equally. So why? Racist would be singling out it's somebody true. to hate. That's true. I hate everyone. everybody. Everyone. Everyone. Mm -hmm. No one's on the good list. No. That was episode number five of the Things We Dread podcast. You didn't know it was ending right there. I had no idea, but that was good. That was good the way you did that. But it is. It's ending right now. We need your help to share this thing with all your friends. People are saying they're giggling at work listening to this. Yeah. That they're in the car listening to this. They're at the gym. Some people are even having sex to this. I know. Can you imagine? No, I can't. <laughs> Some people are having sex to this. They are. It's a proven fact. So what we need you to do is make sure you're sharing it with all your friends and family and your loved ones and even the people you don't like <laughs> <laughs> and children. Share it with the Hasidic Jews in your Share neighborhood. Share it with them. <laughs> Any publicity is good publicity. Check us out at thingswedread.com. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash thingswedread. We're on iTunes. 
things we dread. Where do you see you? Somebody left us some five star review. If there's a place to review us somewhere, give us a five star, baby. I mean, at least. Yeah, we saw somebody left a five star review somewhere. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it was. We don't even know who it was. It was a podcast app or something that you can download on your iPhone. It said something like Joe Rogan, look out. Joe Rogan and Nerdies. What is the Nerdist? The Nerdist. That's a popular podcast. It is. I don't. They both are. I never have listened to either one of them. It's not on my podcasting list. No. I do have a podcasting list. Really? Yeah. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I don't I don't think it says it what it's You listen to podcasts? Really. No. <laughs> no. She's like no. No. I listen to podcasts. I don't. I like if you're listening looking for other things to listen to, why am I cross promoting other shows? You better shut the fuck up. <laughs> Never mind. I'm not gonna say what I listen to. <laughs> so thingswedread.com. Make sure that if you're complaining on Facebook, you tag it with things we dread. We got to make this thing big. And we're talking within the two weeks that we're not on the air. We're interacting on the Facebook page. We are. We have fun with that Facebook page. So I do. get on there. I have, yeah, I have a lot of fun with it. And we, we've got a bunch of new friends now on there. So hopefully this is going to. Seems to be growing. Yeah. And a lot of listeners lately. I wonder why. Who the fuck would want to ever listen to this? I listen to it over and over again. Do you? No. <laughs> thingswedread.com. Facebook.com slash thingswedread. Thingswedread on iTunes. I am the B-Man. Who are you? Bombshell. And that was episode number five. See you in two weeks with episode number six.